Time now for Radio Nibbles, and John Lindorf is here in the studio with a guest. Good morning, John. Good morning, Shannon, and uh, welcome everybody in the KGNU multiverse across the Boulder Valley and the world. And uh, we're gathered here to uh, talk food every Thursday morning. Today, my guest is uh, one of the only other people in Boulder who actually writes about food on a regular basis. Um, it's uh, Colin Colin Wren. Welcome to uh, Radio Nibbles. Good morning, John. Thank you so much for having me on air. Um, oddly, uh, Colin and I both write about food for the Boulder Weekly, uh, but we very seldom actually see each other. Uh, and you know, we 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 talk a little bit, so we don't write about the same thing. But uh, so, Colin, um, how did you? Uh, how did you get into food writing, and how long, and, and uh, why? So uh, I've been at food writing for probably six and a half years now, and it all, it all started with a really over-the-top, voracious appetite and kind of a reasonable, uh, decent facility with words. And then, uh, but yeah, about six years ago, I kind of connected the two and, and uh, kind of sunk my teeth into it. I've stuck with it since. What do you like about it? Uh, a continued uh, devotion to eating plentifully and and well that's what i figure you know uh it's not it's uh, not for everyone because you actually have to pay attention to what you're eating you have to instead of just consuming right? yes yes i was gonna say i also developed a love for the craft as I, as it went along i started off just loving food and since then i've started to really love food writing like every morning i'd get up and read jonathan gold even though his his, his book came out in 2000 but I, I just i just love the ability to express uh that vo- the voice the, the, yeah yeah the, and, the, and the way people talk about their their politics and per- personal history when that when mm. discussing food that mm. that really shines through in those mm. in those communications my hero uh what you know i i there were a lot of food writers but i i especially liked people who were writing in in first person yes who were, who were you know, expressing their, you know, Calvin Trillin, uh, who wrote uh, Alice Let's Eat, was my uh, my writing hero. And I thought, if I could write like that, that would be great. But let's uh, let's move on to uh, what's uh, hot and uh, what's not in uh, Boulder dining. Um, so usually we leave this uh, for the end, but what, the, what where have you eaten lately that you just uh, love? So uh, some of my favorite spots in Boulder, you know, I had a really, really a marvelous uh, summer salad yesterday at uh, at uh, River and Woods. It was it was, it was uh, heirloom tomatoes, watermelon, diced plum, and burrata. And man, it, it did taste like summer. But I'd say the best thing I've had in Boulder in really all years is over at uh, Avanti. It's a little spot called Pollo Tico. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a uh, chicken spot by Top Chef contestant byron gomez it's it's a costa rican style chicken and man it is it is excellent you can get half birds and what i've been eating there a lot is their chicken sandwich and it is it's it's, it's really really top tier and uh best thing i've had all year uh little spot in denver recently opened it's a spot called sapsua it's a vietnamese fine dining and if you go there eat the uh eat the crispy veal sweetbreads so it's um, everything we love about uh, Vietnamese food, but uh, elevated to fine dining. Yeah? Yes, yes, yeah, just yeah, a lot of a lot of great dishes. So this was d- done with real, real refined technique. 
Right. So this isn't the place to get uh, cheap spring rolls with uh, peanut sauce, as much as I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not not yeah. not as much. That's a separate kind of a a, a separate uh, reality. Yeah. Where where have you been eating? Um. Well. Uh, my favorite lately, I mentioned, was uh, DJ's Watering Hole. That's what I uh, my my column is about today. Uh, but uh, I've uh, really enjoyed uh, Papusa's Papusa Lovers too. Yes, uh, also uh, quite fine. And I finally went into the place next door, uh, the, the the Montreal Wood Fired Bagels, which is right next door to that. I'm unfamiliar. Um, and, uh, they were okay. I, I actually went to school in Montreal, uh, a number of years ago. And, uh, so I actually had bagels in Montreal. Can I jump in here and tell you the best thing I've tasted lately? Is it w- good? Is it good? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not in Boulder though. It's it, okay. Yeah. I went to the Taste of Ethiopia Festival over the weekend. Isn't that amazing? Whoa! Oh my goodness. And I actually went to a stand. I got some desserts, some handcrafted desserts from, a woman who had a stand with her whole family. And I asked, I'm like, where do you have your storefront? And she doesn't have a storefront. Rachel's Bakery. And she just does catering and special events. But I wanted to shout that out. It was exceptional, like the whole festival. But um, her desserts were great. Also, people don't, you know, we talk about, um, you know, sometimes this this impression that Colorado is uh, white bread, you know? You know? But... um, the reality is that the the largest population of Ethiopians in America is in Colorado. It's a huge number, and most of them are uh, immigrants living in Aurora. It's a it's a huge community. So, uh, did you see any unusual, uh, you know, this sort of a a typical you know standard Ethiopian dinner kind of thing? Well, but they they had injera plates. Um, and the usual, right, yeah. right. No, I mean, really, it was I didn't know everything that went onto the plate but it's like do you want everything i'm like yeah i don't know what everything is but i'm absolutely but the desserts are actually unusual you don't often see that many of ethiopian desserts. yes there was something that like something that i really particularly enjoyed it looked like baklava rolls like it's kind of the same technique as baklava but not like in a square but rather in a roll Uh, really delicious but i mean just the whole festival there wasn't a i didn't eat a single bad thing there it was all delicious wow and uh, finally, uh, you went to Europe. I'm sure you had hundreds of fabulous things that you ate. But what was the best thing you ate in Europe? So it was in uh, it was in Porto in Portugal. We we were we were uh, right next to a, the, a spot called Raiz, and we ate some uh, oxtail croquettes that were just out of control, and washed it down with a uh, white port and tonics. Boy, doesn't that sound good, folks? Um, well, this went too quick. We may have to do this on a regular basis to uh, catch everyone up. Um, Colin, great to see you. Great to see you. Um, and you can uh, read uh, both of us in today's uh, Boulder Weekly. I also would draw your attention to my unique guide to Boulder County's roadside farm stands, which you can find at boulderweekly.com. It's the only place you can find a, a guide to all those cool places by the side of the road and you can listen to this episode and other podcasts of radio nibbles at news.kgnu.org